0: Let us be attentive.
1: Let your mercy, O Lord, be upon us. Rejoice in the Lord, <coughs> O you righteous.
0: Wisdom.
1: The reading is from St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians.
0: Let us be attentive.
1: Brethren, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be enslaved by anything. Food is meant for the stomach, and the stomach for food, and God will destroy both one and the other. The body is not meant for immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. And God raised the Lord, and will also raise us up by his power." Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I therefore take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Never. Do you not know that he who joins himself to a prostitute becomes one body with her? For as it is written, the two shall become one flesh. But he who is united to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Shun immorality. Every other sin which a man commits is outside the body, but the immoral man sins against his own body. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, which you have from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price, so glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which belong to God. Peace be with you, the reader. Arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel, peace be with you all.
0: The reading is from the Holy Gospel according
2: to St. Luke. Let us be attentive.
0: The Lord said this parable. There was a man who had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of the property that falls to me. And he divided his living between them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took his journey into a far country and there he squandered his property in loose living. And when he had spent everything, a great famine arose in that country, and he began to be in want. So he went and joined himself to one of the citizens of that country who sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would gladly have fed on the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything, but when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare? But I hear with hunger, I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was yet at a distance, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and make merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found and they began to make merry. Now his elder son was in the field and as he came and drew near to the house He heard music and dancing, and he called one of the servants and asked what this meant. And he said to him, Your brother has come, and your father has killed the fatted calf, because he has received him safe and sound. But he was angry and refused to go in. His father came out and entreated him, but he answered his father, Lo, these many years I have served you. And I never disobeyed your command Yet you never gave me a kid That I make, might make merry with my friends But when this son of yours came Who has devoured your living with harlots You killed for him the fatted cow, And he said to him Son, you are always with me And all that is mine is yours It was fitting to make merry and be glad For this your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found.
1: Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel.
2: Good morning. Imagine, imagine never being able to see your mother, father, or brother again. Never being able to write them a letter or to call them on the phone. Constantly wondering where they are, what they are doing, or even if they are alive. On a fateful day in 1950... Mr. Lee, a Korean father of two children, went out shopping and never returned. On that fateful day, Mr. Lee couldn't make it home due to the outbreak of the Korean War. Since the war, millions of Koreans, like Mr. Lee, have been cut off from their family members who are on the other side of the the North and South Korean border. For decades after the Korean War, Mr. Lee's two daughters held memorial services for their beloved father, whom they presumed was dead. In today's gospel reading, the parable of the prodigal son, we heard about another family that was separated from one of its members. The circumstances, of course, were much different. The irresponsible younger brother went off to a far country... And went missing. No letters, no visits, nothing. And to top it off, he wasted all the money he had, including his inheritance. But let's focus today not so much on the prodigal son, but on his older brother. After his little brother ran off with half the family's wealth, the older brother faithfully stayed at home faithfully continued to work for his father and always faithfully obeyed his father and, the father and his father's rules. The parable tells us he continued to work the family's land, and when his little brother finally came home, the older brother was, like always, faithfully working in the family's field under the hot Palestinian sun. Despite the younger brother's gross irresponsibility, the father threw a party for the younger son. But the older brother did not, he did not rejoice at his, father's, at his brother's return. Instead, he felt slighted, angry, and underappreciated. While the household started to joyfully celebrate the return of his little brother, the older brother only found resentment and judgment in his heart. When the father called the older son into the party, the older son retorted, Lo, these many years I have served you, and I never disobeyed your command, and yet you never gave me a fatted calf that I might throw a party with my friends. The older brother assumed the worst about his, about his little brother when he accused him without proof that he spent the family's money on prostitutes, although the narration says that he squandered the property with loose living. He doesn't get that specific. So the the older brother assumes the worst about the little brother. The older brother, filled with self-conceit, couldn't accept his little brother back into the family. He couldn't find the love in his heart to rejoice at his little brother's return. How easily we too can behave like the older brother. Someone shows up at church whom we've never seen, we might think, what is this guy doing? Where has he been? Does he even belong here? How easily we can be filled with pride and think, I always go to church, I always follow the rules, I know what to do as an Orthodox Christian. As St. Mary's continues to grow, we are in danger of being like the older brother. We will see new faces appear at our services, some of these new faces who haven't been to an Orthodox church in a long, long time. People who might not quite seem to fit the the mold, might not quite seem to be the most pious Orthodox Christians, might not exactly seem to be pillars of the community. But if we really know our faith, We know how to react to the newcomer, we know how to welcome him home, we know better, and we will run out to greet him with the open and loving arms of the father. When the father ran out to greet the son, this was but the beginning of his loving gestures towards the prodigal son. For an older and well-to-do Jewish father, running would have been considered at that time undignified, but he could not contain himself. Clothing the prodigal son with shoes, the best robe, and a ring, these gestures by the loving father shows his complete acceptance and full incorporation of the prodigal son back into the family. When the prodigal son asked for forgiveness... The father's forgiveness is total and without hesitation. His joy of the returned son is such that they prepare the fatted calf, the one they fatted with grain instead of hay, the one calf that was being saved for a, se- a special celebration, a wedding or a holy day. The whole household, including the servants, rejoiced at the return of the son. But the father not only shows his love to the prodigal son, but also to the older resentful brother. The father sets the son straight in a loving way. He does not scold him, but rather he says to him, and you can imagine how Jesus may have told this parable to his audience, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. It was fitting to make merry and be glad, for this your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. Here at St. Mary's, as new people come through the doors of this church, we too must follow the Father's example. We too must run out to greet the newcomer or those returning to the Holy Orthodox Church. We too must fully embrace those who might be lost in a spiritually far-off country. There are many who need to be reincorporated into the Orthodox family. These missing family members may seem to us too many and too distant for our own inadequate efforts to bring them back to the church. But it's not completely on our so- shoulders to make this happen. God helps make these things happen. We're just his instruments. Just like the case of the Korean man, Mr. Lee, that I mentioned at the beginning of this story, it took more than just his family members' desire to see him again. It took a higher power to reunite him with his family. It took an extraordinary act by the North Korean government in the year 2002 to let him see his family again after 50 years of separation. When Mr. Lee's daughters first saw him, they broke down and cried. God acted in the most godless place and opened the hearts of the North Korean government to allow the Lee family to re- be reunited for three days. To his daughters, Mr. Lee was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. Today, Jesus continues to raise the spiritually dead. Today, the Holy Spirit speaks in the hearts of those lost in distant spiritual countries and brings them back to the church. Today, the Holy Spirit brings each one, like the prodigal son, back to himself. Today, God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, with open and loving arms, welcomes his lost sons and daughters back. He forgets the sins of the repentant prodigal son or daughter, throws his arms around them, and embraces them. What we have to do as a Christian family is to continue to pray for those who are missing, to continue to invite our family members back home, to continue to keep the door open, and to celebrate the return of our brothers and sisters in Christ back into the family, which is the church. Amen.